Hey super friends, my name is Neil and welcome to this episode 78 of the Get Your Comic On podcast. We're here fortnightly-ish to bring you a slice of film, TV and pop culture goodness from our studio direct to your speakers. This is a very special episode as we're going to be going back to the topic which kicked off this podcast in the first place. But before we get down to that, I am of course joined by my very own boy Wonder Martin. Say hello Martin. Hello Martin. For those of you that follow us on social media, you'll know that a few weeks back we were both in New York for New York Comic Con, and that as part of that we got to interview a bunch of very, very cool people, and some of those are going to be joining us for this very special episode of the podcast. If the title hasn't already given it away, we're going to be covering off our non-spoiler thoughts on the first five episodes of HBO Max's Titans Season 4. So way back when we kicked off this podcast talking about Titans, I think back in its first season, we've covered every season of the show so far to date, and we've been very lucky enough to talk to some of the cast and see five episodes from season four. Now, if you're not already in the know, season four returns on Thursday, November the 3rd on HBO Max with a two-episode premiere. It will presumably come back to Netflix here in the UK in the future, but we don't know when just yet. The season is being broken up into two halves. So season four, part one will consist of six episodes and airs for five weeks, starting from the two episode premiere this week. And it will then be replaced by Doom Patrol, which will also have a two episode premiere and run for five weeks. And then both shows will be back for six episode part twos uh, sometime early in 2023. So both shows will have 12 episodes this year. We've seen five of the 12 of Titans so far. And as I said, and as I always forget and should remember, these are going to be our non-spoiler thoughts on season four. The cast of Titans has thinned itself out a little bit. There's a few notable absences from previous seasons. So the main cast for season four is Brenton Thwaites as Dick Grayson Nightwing, Anna Jope as Coriander Starfire, Tegan Croft as Raven uh, Rachel Roth. You've also got Ryan Potter, who returns as Gar Logan Beast Boy. You've got Jay Lacogo, who's playing uh, Tim Drake, not yet Robin. You've got Joshua Orpin, who is Connor Kent, Superboy. They're going to be joined by a couple of notable new stars. So uh, Titus Wolliver joins the cast as none other than Lex Luthor. You've got James Scully, who is joining the cast as uh, a Star Labs scientist by the name of Bernard, which should be very meaningful to some of you who are comic book fans and Tim Drake fans. And this season will also see the debut of Franca Patente as Mother Mayhem. Just in case you need a reminder, last season the Titans faced off with Scarecrow in Gotham. That season ended with them leaving in an RV headed back to San Francisco, back to Titans Tower. In the meantime, they've gotten a little bit sidetracked and we do find them ending up in Metropolis in Season 4, Episode 1, which if you've seen the trailers is not a spoiler. There is a very specific reason why they are there, which we won't touch on too much. And it seems like a lot of the season is going to be focused on Metropolis this year. Let me read you the official synopsis for Season 4. Having saved Gotham, the Titans hit the road to head back to San Francisco, but after a stop in Metropolis, they find themselves in the crosshairs of a supernatural cult with powers unlike anything they faced before. Sounds intriguing, huh? Before we get down to telling you some of our thoughts on Season 4, why don't we hear from showrunner and executive producer Greg Walker, who we spoke to back at New York Comic Con, about what fans can expect in Season 4. 
Good to meet you. Good to meet you. Neil, Greg Walker, nice to meet you. Nice to Sure. Thank you very much. I had to. I had to, really. So, Titans Season 4. What are our Titans going to be facing this season? Well, you know, we leave Gotham at the end of Season 3. We go on a road trip. We like to say uh, on the road trip either. We're supposed to go to San Francisco. Yeah. Maybe an understandable detour to Vegas. And they don't quite get there. Though I would love to see Titans in Vegas. That would be an awesome yeah. show. We should do a season of that for a little spinoff. Um, and then we end up in you know, a detour to, to Metropolis, which is a city that we hadn't really anticipated going to, but because of some of the stories that we want to explore about origins. You know, every Titan season has somewhat is an origin story. This year we, we open up to explore a few new of the characters you may be familiar with origin stories, and then look at some of those origin stories we had before and do twists on them and cast them. And the, one of the greatest characters for us, of course, is Superboy. And going to Metropolis allows us to explore his origin, his dual DNA parent, and also is a, at first a welcome respite from Gotham, which is, you know, we, we exercised a lot of demons here. We escape a lot of the darkness and emerge tighter as a family. So when we go to Metropolis, we think we're having a break. It doesn't quite work. I noticed down on the panel on the show floor, uh, there's, a, there's a pair of glasses that say Clark Kent prop glasses. So I'm just, I'm wondering, I mean, we've got Titus Wallowers coming in this season, there's Lex Luthor. Might we see a, a Clark Kent or a Superman this season? Well, it's a really good question. <laughs> I will say that I don't have a definitive yes or no, but I will say that it's, if you're a Superman fan, yeah. I think you're going to be really excited about what we show. Amazing. Well, thank you very much. Best of luck. I hope the panel goes really well today, and I can't wait to see season four. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Okay, so Titan season four. No, uh, no spoilers. I'm going to keep this spoiler free because I think people need to enjoy it for themselves. Uh, let's start with how. Uh, okay, you're you are a big Titans fan. We know that we've talked about this on the podcast many many times before. How do you feel about the five episodes of season four that you have seen? Happy? Yes. Very happy. Yes. Excellent. Uh, me too. So I think my first thought is, and I think I said the same thing last year, but I feel like they've topped themselves again. It's the most solidly written bunch of episodes of Titans I think I've seen to date. I would agree. It's a great start to the season. I think it's very, very well balanced amongst the characters. And I think it's an exciting storyline as well. In terms of kind of the writing and the way it is sort of balanced out this season, what's been your, what's the standout kind of aspect of how the season's been put together so far for you? It's a very tight and consistent storytelling with hmm. lovely links back to the comics. Yeah, and some of it I don't quite follow because it's stuff that I've not read. But there's also some great links in the five episodes we've seen back to previous seasons and things that have happened in this show so far as well aren't there mm, and the wider universe yes so there is a character who people are wondering about who might be in this season there was a prop at new york comic-con which suggested this character might be in the season if you've uh, seen the synopsis for any of the first four episodes then this this character I don't know why I'm saying this character because they're mentioned. So Superman, the Man of Steel, is is kind of an elephant in the room. We know that Lex Luthor's in this season, played by Titus Welliver. We'll touch on him in a minute. Um, but Superman is sort of a, a thing whom 
is mentioned. So why don't we throw over to Superboy himself, Joshua Orpin, who is another one of the Titans cast that we spoke to at New York Comic Con. Uh, I asked him about whether we might see Superman this season. So let's hear what he had to say about season four. To meet you. You too. So, New York Comic Con, Titan Season 4. This seems like it's going to be a big season for Connor. We've got Lex Luthor joining the show this season. What can we look forward to? We can look forward to, uh, in my opinion, the biggest, best uh, season of Titans yet. We, exactly what we, yeah, we can look. I know, genuinely, that's how I feel. I'm, I'm biased because, as you say, like there's some great stuff going on with Connor this season. Um, we're going to see uh, a new interpretation of Lex Luthor uh, in live action, which I'm personally very excited about as a fan of the character. This is a version of Lex Luthor that, uh, in my view, we haven't really seen before. This is a guy that's kind of more in line with uh, with the comic book source material and uh, this isn't someone that you mess with this guy this, and, and, and Titus Weller uh, plays him absolutely wonderfully it's amazing actually to get on to play Lex as well. yeah. yeah just incredible now I noticed down on the Titans booth just in one of the little prop cabinets down there there's a pair of glasses down there that just says there is Clark Kent prop glasses Clark Kent prop glasses anything yeah. you might need to comment on there just about why they might appear um <laughs> It's funny that they labeled those Clark Kent glasses because, strictly speaking, without spoiling, that's not technically true. They're not Clark Kent's glasses. But when you see, uh, I think it's episode one of the new season, um, that it will become clear what those glasses are and why they're referred to as the Clark Kent glasses. It's actually... uh, Relevant to one of my favourite little moments in that, in that first episode. I can't wait to watch it. Best of luck. I hope the panel goes really well today. Thank, Thank you very much. much. Thanks very much for Thank you. Thanks. Sticking with the kind of Superman, Man of Steel theme, there's a lot going on for Superboy this season. As Joshua was just saying, he's kind of going through his own sort of identity crisis, learning about his his dad's potentially meeting Superman, getting to meet Lex Luthor. What do you think of that storyline? I think we can say a bit more about that one just because it's it's something that's been talked about a bit more in terms of what the cast have said in interviews and what we've seen in trailers. I think it's really nice. It gives him a bit of a chance to flex his thespian muscles a bit more than just being the the heavy that gets pulled in for the big hitters. Yeah, I kind of forget that he is a child. I just see him as the actor and think of him as the age that he is. I forget that he has only kind of been alive for sort of a year or however long he's been alive in terms of the show and that it, the way he says that this is the character's adolescence kind of drove that point home for me that this is kind of almost I'm guessing maybe his teenage rebellion if he's kind of exploring his darker side a little bit. Mm. He may get his leather jacket you never know. <laughs> he might get his leather jacket. Uh, so what do you think about Titus Welliver as Lex Luthor? So he that is the title of episode 401 it is called Lex Luthor so it's no surprise that he's going to be in it from the first episode. What did you think of his version of the character? That's a very good version. Very uh, very accurate Lex. Very maniacal. Yeah, and as Josh mentioned in that interview, this he felt like this is a version of Lex that feels ripped more from the comics than maybe we've seen in other versions. Do you, did you, well, I'm guessing from what you just said, do you feel that? Yeah, I would agree with that, yeah. I think he's really good as the character as well. I would like to spend more time with him. I, I think we've seen a... a side of him that is very intriguing we've got to explore some of that in what we've seen from these five episodes but i would definitely personally i would like to see more 
I would agree. Hmm. Uh, so uh, let's let's go with the heavy hitting question: uh, Who is your favourite character in this season so far? Oh, I think it's no, that's difficult. Oh, really? Yeah, I like them all. Oh, I mean, they are all very very likable. I wouldn't like to pick. I don't want to play favourites. I just presumed you'd go straight to Nightwing. Well, I mean, I do like Dick, so... But it seems about the obvious choice. Well, I was just going to use it as a tenuous link to play our interview with Brenton Thwaites. Oh. Uh, would you like to tell the the lovely listeners at home about what happened on that day and how you came to be in front of Brenton Thwaites? It was almost like the stars aligned, uh, followed by a quick run through the length of the convention centre, which is about four blocks, I might add. So our interviews with, with the cast uh, were supposed to be kind of written only. You, you weren't going to have them in this podcast. Uh, it was going to be a round table. I was the only one approved to be in the room for it. So I was just going to be at each of the tables to do a couple of questions with, with the full guys. So uh, Brenton, Ryan, Joshua and Greg. But then at the last minute, we were told that we could do uh, we could do the one-to-ones on video in the lineup. So I had to call Boy Wonder and get him to run the lengths of the Javits Centre to be there and, and film it. And were you quite nervous? So, I mean, the video is probably a little... Yeah, so, yeah, so, thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah. Oh, no, when we left you guys, you were leaving Gotham, heading off in the van. What is next for Nightwing and Craig? Well, we stopped at Starbucks, got some coffees. We stopped at a very shitty motel. We all got bed bugs. Greg said you went to Las Vegas. That's the like whole <laughs> spin-off that's coming, so I'm looking forward to that. I mean, he just... Greg, our showrunner just dropped that it was either Metropolis or Vegas. <laughs> Like, why didn't we go to Vegas, man? Yeah. You know, yeah. The Titans all like land ships down. <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see that. Yeah. Over the course of kind of three seasons that we've seen so far, you've gone from Robin to Nightwing, kind of accepting that he is leader of this team. What's that been like for you as an actor to play that? You know what? It's a dream as an actor because, you know, you have within the foundation of Dick Grayson, you've got other entities that you're portraying so it's kind of just an opportunity to show as many colors as you can um, to create two complete separate superheroes off the one character was you know really really feel grateful that i got to do that um it's so different you know robin had robin had a trauma to him that kind of represented him. You know, he had an anger and a, and a bitterness and a frustration that he, he saw he would take out on his bad, you know, on the bad guys. Um, whereas Nightwing is more of a mature superhero. He approaches situations differently. Is you know safer. He's you know ethically a little bit more developed. Um, and you know, in season four, we see he he really is using his team to his advantage. He's not someone to go out in the night and you know fight crime on his own. Yeah. He would still do that. He's someone who would delegate and you know use his team to kind of achieve the maximum results in, in the safest way. Amazing! I can't wait to see it. I hope Panos is really well today. Thanks very much. Awesome. I too think it's very difficult to pick a favorite character in season four. I think. And we've touched on this a little bit already. I do feel like it is the most balanced season of Titans so far. I said that last year. I felt like when they went to Gotham, we saw them working a bit more as a team. There's that shot that's quite infamous from 
early on in the season where you see uh, Nightwing, Starfire, uh, Hawk and Dove all walking together in a line and it's like, okay, they're kind of working together. But really, you get to see throughout this season that they are working as a team. Almost every single one of these five episodes that we've seen give them an opportunity to kind of split off into little sub-teams, to take on action scenes together, to work together as a team. It is definitely the most cohesive the show has ever been. I say as a firework goes off outside the window. Very cohesive, very strong storytelling. Some of the episodes that we've seen don't have finished visual effects, so I I am a little bit... There's a couple of scenes, particularly in episodes uh, four and five, which I presume are unfinished. So I'm looking forward to seeing it again once it's out to see if anything is slightly different, just because we've seen it slightly early. Um, how do you feel about the kind of production levels? Well, I think it's probably the best it's ever been. I wonder, I want to know the location that they've used for Star Labs, because either they have built a lot of sets for Star Labs, or they found a really wonderful building to use. Hmm. They probably built it, surely. It's also quite interesting, and I said this to you, didn't I? And you kind of went, hmm, was, you know, they're not really, they've not gone off to film somewhere else to where they usually film. We're filming in the same location that has been San Francisco and has been Gotham and is now Metropolis, and yet it feels like a different city again. They've done a very good job. I suppose that's something we've seen with the Arrowverse as well, because that's been Star City, it's been uh, Central City, it's been every one. I now can't remember the names of other ones we've seen. Um, so, they, I mean, Vancouver, Toronto, all those places apparently can just literally be anywhere in the world. I guess it helps when we don't know it very well. Maybe if you're local. It'd be like when we watch old Doctor Who and I'm like, well, that's not London, that's Cardiff. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, let's... How do you feel about Beast Boy this season? So Beast Boy is someone who much has been talked about and much has been written about because Ryan Potter, wonderful guy, really nice to meet him, uh, is very honest and has said in the past that you know he's not always been happy with the material that Gar has had. There was some talk that this season he may not have returned, but he is. He, from talking to him, again, which you were in the room for, and seeing him at the panel, he's very enthusiastic about this season. He seems very heavily kind of involved. He is got a story credit on what will be episode seven, the first episode back after the Christmas break, which uh, you'll hear in a second from our interview is uh, about his origin story again. How do you feel about Beast Boy so far this season? Uh, very intrigued. They're really up the ante and he's got a hell of a lot more to do. Which is good. He does have a hell of a lot more to do. Now, uh, most of you listening to this will probably have seen the reveal from New York Comic Con of his costume. He now has a super suit from... Uh, LJ Supersuits, Laura Jean Shannon, who's done all of the costumes for this show and does the costumes for Prime Videos, The Boys. What do you think about his supersuit? Very, very well done. Uh, so he talked a lot at the panel about uh, the fact that they went for red rather than purple. Would you have preferred the purple or...? Well, I quite like the red because it is very classic Titans, I suppose. True, yeah. Uh, I would have liked to have seen what it would have looked like with the purple but I can understand why they didn't do that because it probably would have stood out quite a lot on on screen but uh, so overall happy with the direction of travel for the character very happy very interesting to see what happens with his own episode is it going beyond things that you know from the comics now or are you still kind of following everything that's happening for him and kind of understanding what it's all about yeah I think so I mean he's had a it'll be interesting to see how the what they make of his origin story because he's had a couple of different ones in the comics but he's had his own one with the weird Doom Patrol episode and how that all fits together so uh, I will I will touch on a very mild spoiler for a second um, 
obviously, yeah, we had that Doom Patrol episode in season one, and we saw him out in, was it the Congo or somewhere like that? And he was uh, in a hospital, in like a field hospital, and Niles Calder, the different actor that played Niles Calder in that episode, went to him and experimented on him, saved his life, but left him with the shape-shifting ability, right? Yeah. So I will say, and this is a mild spoiler, so feel free to jump ahead like 20 seconds if you don't want to know, um, Niles Calder is mentioned in episode five. We've not seen him, uh, but he does mention about Niles, and it's probably the first time since that episode that we've connected back to the Doom Patrol episode in season one. And I wonder if that will bear some impact on the potential crossover later. So we know uh, this, again, uh, I'm going to presume that some of you will have kept up with rumours that are online, but there are set photos which do seem to suggest that the someone from the Titans, particularly probably Gar, in the episode that he has co-written, will go to Blue Valley. So there seems to be a crossover with Stargirl. But if that is touched, there's been a rumour as well, sorry, I should say, that the Doom Patrol are involved. So are we suggesting that that episode might connect to some stuff that we've seen in terms of um, a shot which is in the trailer of him in a very red looking landscape I'll say no more Uh, but could that episode if it's diving into his origin also give us some more of his time with the Doom Patrol maybe April Bowery will be in it and we'll see some of his time with Rito and connect back to that because that's a plot point that you really like the connection between those two right yeah so that she's like a motherly figure too I mean that's why he goes into acting and he's yeah. the guy that we know in the comics I suppose we've never given him that much of an outside none of them really other than Dick have an outside life in in the show and I mean his only outside life is that we've seen some of his past and we've explored his time as Robin uh, we haven't really explored the stories of of Gar or you know, we haven't seen anything of Superboy in the lab other than when he broke out. I don't know if there's any story to be told there. We've never been to Tamaran. And yes, there's, I guess, arguably there's been quite a bit of Rachel, but we've not given them, now that they're in the position they're in, we've not given them time outside of the Titans, outside of being together. I suppose I've gone from one crisis to the next, so there's never really been a break. They are jumping from crisis to crisis. So uh, before we uh, talk a little bit more about this, why don't we hear from Ryan Potter about uh, his thoughts on where Beast Boy's story is going in season four and, uh, again, what he's most excited for fans to see this year. So I'm not completely in the way. Great to meet you. Hey, pleasure. So, <laughs> season four. Yeah. What are you most excited for fans to see when Titans returns? What are you most excited for fans Ooh, to see? Uh, maybe Gar in a super suit? Yeah, yeah. Are we going to get it? Same. Are we expecting we're, a reveal we're, today? We're, we're getting a reveal later today. I'm excited. I feel like there's a snippet of it in the HBO Max trailer that's showing um, around the place. I actually around. haven't seen the trailer, so I'm not entirely sure. I know we'll have a little devoted... Uh, Amazing. A moment. You're getting a moment on yeah, stage? Yeah, getting a moment uh, to kind of dive into the process of the costume and how it was made and uh, this collaborative effort between trying to source uh, different uh, eras of the yeah. boys and Gar and trying to bridge all of them from comics to animation into one cohesive uh, visual piece. That's yeah. really exciting. And you're also getting a story credit, I believe, on an episode this season. Uh, yeah. How does that feel? It, it feels phenomenal. Yeah, uh, Jeff Johns, uh, who I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. Beast Boy is one of his favorite characters. And uh, we just felt that there 
was a lie. Just it, Beast Boy's story so far had, had just been a little underwhelming. So he wanted to dive in a little bit more into his origin, uh, why he is the way he is in 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 our version of Titans. You know, it's. Uh, I I have no words. I was able to craft a story with Jeff Johns, one of the legendary comic book writers exactly. of our time, exactly. and he was so receptive, so understanding of the vision that I kind of had, and he brought the 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 kind of story outline that we had crafted together into just into fruition, just beautifully. Like I mean, like scene by scene, I was reading like this is exactly how I imagined it, and then for. Um, the uh, director Eric Dean Satin to kind of just bring his own perspective on the script, uh, and the uh, without giving a little too much away, there's a I would say a psychedelic nature to the editing and to the and to the camera moves. So from from inception to execution, it is a it's a wild ride. That's kind of such a lame thing to say, but no, but it is. I hope to see it. Best of luck. I hope panel goes really well today. Great to meet Before we wrap up really quickly, I just want to touch on two other new characters that are joining this season. So we've got Frankie Pretente as uh, Mother Mayhem, who is in it from the very beginning, pretty much. What did you think of... Oh, she's not a character I've come across in the comics, either. Uh, so what did you think of her? Very uh, ominous. Oh, right, okay. She seems to be pulling a lot of strings, uh, which is a bit of a surprise. She was much more important to the storyline than I thought she was going to be. Is she someone you have come across in the comic bookers before? She's very important in the cult of blood. Is she? Okay. Um, and is her role in the cult in the comic similar to her role in the cult in the show? Yes. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I... Clearly haven't really read much of them in the comics then, because I'm learning all of this as I go. Hers is a character which really is very, very integral, and you will find that they're going to spin out her backstory throughout these first five episodes, so you kind of understand what's going on with her. And that has ties to some of the previous seasons of Titans, which is all very cool and worked in very well. Did you feel like they put that together quite well? Seamless. There is, I think... must have been episode five not five because we've only seen five must have been episode four that really tied back to uh the asylum episode from season one and i thought they did a great job of integrating those two storylines together yeah you know they did actually it's like it was uh, like it's planned from the beginning Mm. (laughs) yes but i think accidental and then you also have um lisa and balavanar who's joined the cast as jinx uh love her character she is brilliant agree agree she's um i love her english accent i need to find out if the actress is actually english or not or if that's a fake accent if it's a fake accent it's a very good one but would not surprise me at the same time um but she's good comedy value uh, she has some scenes with uh with gar with ryan potter in episode five which i really enjoyed which is quite funny she has an interesting history with uh with dick i think she does <laughs> the character of dick grayson uh, they seem to have a history together but what are you... You weren't really sure on who the character was. I had to explain, didn't I? Yeah, so I remember from the cartoon. I've not yeah. come across her in the stuff that I've read. I don't think I've come across her in any comics I've read either. So I really only know her from the cartoons. But she seems like a fun character. Um, and um, 
I just I'm gonna I'm gonna do one of those little mini sort of not very important spoilers but sort of spoiler moments. She mentions Constantine a lot. A lot. So I think in five episodes I've heard her mention him at least three times, if not four times. Which just makes me wonder in a magical season of Titans I mean it's magical anyway, but you know, in a season of Titans which focuses on magic, I just wonder whether he's gonna show up. I mean, we can only hope. It also in uh, particularly in episode five, there is some stuff that's going on, uh, which I won't go into detail of, which um, means that she needs to do something and she needs something. And she says it's a John Constantine, or she calls him Constantine, doesn't she? Special. And for a minute, it seemed like she needed him to do to get what she needed. And I thought, this is it. He's going to, it's this episode, he's going to show up. I've never know. I'm living hope. That might be, if that it turns out to be a spoiler for later in the season, I do apologise, it's not on purpose. Uh, so, just thinking about those new characters, so you've got Lex, you've got uh, Mother Mayhem, you've got Jinx. Do you have a favourite of the newbies? I'm going to say Jinx. Hmm, that's understandable. I wonder if she will stick around beyond this season, or if she'll be a character that kind of, almost like Barbara Gordon was last season, in that she was there and she was very integral to the story, and then they kind of move on. I don't know whether... I see her moving back to San Francisco with the Titans at the end of the season, or whether she'll just go up. I feel like she's too much of a free spirit and she'll go off and do her own thing. Yeah, she might do. She's a bit of a, a rogue, loose cannon. I think. We're probably coming to the end of as much as we can say before we get into spoiler territory. Um, so give me your summing up, spoiler-free thoughts on uh, Titans Season 4, Episodes 1-5. to five. Uh, High impact... Bonanza of Titanness. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I would just say I, I I feel like I said this last year that it was the most consistent and most well written. Um, I do feel like season three did tail off a little bit towards the end, but I still enjoyed it. I think this has stepped up again, and this is once again even better. I think you can see the writing improving each season as we go. This really is again more so than I could have said with season three. The most well balanced, the most consistent, the most well written, the most well produced season so far. So I hope that sticks through episode six and then through the back half of the season as well. But we shall have to wait and see. So before we wrap this up, I just want to say a massive thank you again to HBO Max for setting up those interviews for us while we were at New York Comic Con. Boy Wonder did an amazing job of filming them. So you can also check out the videos over on our YouTube and on our website. And also another big thank you to HBO Max for sending over the episodes for us to be able to review. Uh, We will be back very soon with a brand new episode. In the meantime, enjoy Titans when it kicks off on HBO Max this week on Thursday, November the 3rd. Remember, there's two episodes to watch this week. And we will see you again very soon. Bye. Bye!